Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Woo! How's it going? Good. Baseball's coming back, so I'm happy. Oh, uh, for any New York fans out there, just so you know, you have to get a negative COVID test within 72 hours before you show up to the game. In which you yes. already bought tickets for, so you better hope that you go to a good city MD. But even if you're even if you're vaccinated, though. Yep. Oh, okay. Because the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting the disease; it just stops it from killing you. Okay, well that's fair. That's so. I yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's better than nothing, right? So, Mm -hmm. so negative tests, but that's just New York for you. Anywhere else, like uh, Cleveland, I believe, will let thirty percent into their stadium. Yeah, and it's a full season too. Yeah. They'll like be on your best behavior. I'm like, oh, I don't know if you want to say that to a bunch of Cleveland people. It's fine. <laughs> Love you, Cleveland. I'm reading Dune. You're reading Dune as well, I hear. Yes, I am. Where are you? Uh, let's see. Where am I? Oh, they've just declared. Uh, they just declared them. Um, the the Quizas. I can't. I can't say it. Ooh, I'm not that far yet. I uh, just escaped their first sandworm and the guy that was taking them to the spice mine or whatever, he was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I like this Duke because uh, he was interested in saving people and not spice. So that's refreshing. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see this movie. I'm not seeing it at home. Like, I'm not going no, to a I'm movie not. theater. I will not go to a movie theater because it's disgusting in there. It was disgusting before the end of the world. And now it's also disgusting. So how are you going to see it? I am going to put a big screen in my backyard and take out my projector and watch it in the yard. Ah, okay. You're free to come yeah. over to that vaccine, man. I will. I love me some doing, man. I know, and it, it looks so good. Those previews look good. And what, I never read the book before, so I started reading the book and I was like, oh my God, the whole trailer is just the opening sequence. Yeah, I, I remember I read the book in high school. And I was like, this is the greatest sci-fi book I've ever read. It really is excellent. I cannot believe you committed to such a big book in high school. I know I read a lot of Shakespeare in high school, but like, mm-hmm. man, if you handed that book to me in like the 11th grade, I would have just thrown it at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read that because we had a sci-fi lit class. So I read that, read The Hobbit. I was introduced to The Hobbit for the first time. Yeah. And uh, I think it was Stephen King. I had to pick. And the book I picked was The Stand. Wow. So that was a long read. So I guess Dune looks short by comparison. To The Stand? Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Stand is a journey. I don't care for Stephen King. No. Too wordy. Not like this isn't wordy, but it's, it's wordy in a different way. Like, it's Dune is wordy in that. Interesting. It's. It's interesting, and it's like you're there. It doesn't sound interesting to say you're there for like security meetings or whatever, but you are, and you're you're hearing about the problems of moving to that planet and what they have to do about security about it. And there's enough action in between those scenes to keep it interesting. So there's like the hunter seeker right before you get to the security meeting. So there's like a bit of excitement, and then a bit of like political maneuvering or whatever, and then there's a worm. And now there's like, and then there's a word. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but in like Stephen King's books, and I think this about uh, Tolkien as well, is it's too descriptive. Like they spend yeah. 
much time telling me about what this forest looks like. This guy didn't tell me one thing about the desert. He wasn't like overly descriptive about the sand. He's like, look at this pile of sand planet. You know what that'll be like. So moving on. It's a desert. It has sand and there's a worm. That's all you need to know. (laughs) You're like, yeah, nailed it. That's sand. Yeah, but Stephen King is like, he'll describe the room. He'll describe how the room was painted, what paint they used. Like, They'll describe like four layers of paint in that room. (laughs) You can only see one layer. You only need to know the room is green. Not like the hex number of what green it is. So that kind of And the description is like one chapter. It's like what? Yeah. That it takes me right out. I'm like, man, I know what a feast looks like, Game of Thrones person. I you don't have to get (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't move the story for me. But yeah, like he does describe like what the dunes look like in the sand and and what the worms look like, but he doesn't spend so he doesn't describe every scale on the worm or every segment of that worm. He's not like, <laughs> yeah, I got you. I until got you hear about the fourth segment of this worm, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> he doesn't do any of that. He's like worms; they have segments. You know what I mean? Okay, moving on. You've seen a worm before. You got it. Right. I'm like perfect. So. I think this book is really excellent and I think other people should read it. Uh, take it out at your local library. Libraries mm-hmm. need support. I am And read the sequels. I'm both reading and audio booking. Oh, how's that going? It's going, it's fine. Um, because I have, uh, not, it's not a, as long as it used to be commute, but I have a, a reasonable commute on my hands. I'll audio book it there. And then if I have time while I'm home, I just move my bookmark up in the book to the, the quote. That starts each chapter, I guess. It's a chapter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't officially have a chapter number. But uh, I just move the bookmark up and then I start reading from there. Yeah. And I just skip ahead in the audio book. Oh, okay. That, that works. I can only do one or the other. Either the audio book or actually read the book. I can't do both. The audio book for this is interesting because they have a couple of different voice actors. Um, they have the main narrator. And he handles like all the voices of like tertiary and less characters. But then they have some women doing the voices of Jessica and mm-hmm. the lady who does the quotes and stuff like that. So it's interesting to hear that. And it helps to because when I'm reading it, a lot of times they don't say who's saying what. It's just a long list of dialogue. Yeah. So in the audiobook, it's helpful to hear different voices so I know who's talking when. That's cool. Anyway, what a thrill, right? Oh, speaking of boring old board meetings that you have to sit through for something that you know is going to get better than the board meeting you're sitting through, we watched Stargate SG-1, Shades of Grey. <laughs> nice. and op- yes. Oh, that's perfect. Daniel is arranging for a trade agreement with the Tolins. You know, they didn't mention yeah. that Sam looked up her man. Her Tolan man, but she definitely did because you know. Oh, you know she did. Ain't nothing on the line now. Now's a great time to come by and ask for sex. <laughs> they don't have to mention it. We all know it. Even though in the last episode I said she's dating Janet. <laughs> Why not both? Well, you know she's dating Janet on Earth. Right. Why not both? Maybe they have an arrangement. Yeah. It's of course for technology that they want, and. The Tolins are like, 
Mm, no. Still no, though. Nice try. No, that's that's how we do things. <laughs> it's like the last time they were there. They were like, you should give us technology. And they're like, no, I don't think you should. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I boo. Don't swear on this podcast. I'm not up to that. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make it not a swear. <laughs> uh, oh, so the last time they were there, they were like, "Give us your technology," and they were like, "No." Mm. And then Daniel came back and was like, "What about this?" give us your technology and they were like mm, still no uh so jack storms out he's like this is all garbage and you're garbage and everybody's garbage and he steals the deactivator off the wall which i was like this is you mean the led light he took an led light <laughs> off the wall and was like i'm stealing this doing it now um and that's the cold open i'm like there's a lot of uh, like mid and close-up shots of Daniel's face while this is going on. Well, he's essentially the conscience of the four of them. Yeah, I know. He's he's the one who gets to ascend to a higher level because of his deep understanding of his own. So family. yeah, so you know, whenever whenever they do something out of character, he has he's like clutching pearls. <laughs> I'm like, give it to Michael Shanks for facial acting alone. Like he has to like they're like, can you put on your face distrust or uh, upsetness? The phone's ringing and I didn't stop to look and see who it was. Uh, we won a priority weekend. I can hear it on the answering machine. If you all need me, nice. I'm taking my priority weekend. Where are you going? Uh, I don't know. Wherever they send me, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, so back from the cold open. No, they're sitting around the table and nobody wants to narc off Jack. Yeah, they're all like, uh, they're like a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> they are. They're like, he's like, Hammond's like, great, you guys. I can't believe you got them to give up some pretty, this is pretty dope. It's How'd you, dope. What'd, you, what'd you exchange for it? Um... The, the, <laughs> between Daniel Sam, <laughs> this is what. This is the look on all your friends' faces when, when you get caught shoplifting and only one of you has been shoplifting. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to explain this to their mother, Hammond being the mother. They don't want to be like, it's all Jack's idea because then they're the narc and Jack's never going to give them anything. And they're anymore. not cool anymore. Yeah, so, I mean, even Teal, who, like, is the Spock of that operation. So you would think that he would be like, General Hammond... <laughs> O'Neill just steals now. Even he's like, nope. He's like, mm. he's like O'Neill. Yeah. <laughs> O'Neill just steals now. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> we just take things. Honestly, uh, so Hammond is in disbelief when Jack's like, "I stole it. Guess what I did? I'm I do crime now." <laughs> and uh, Hammond's like, "I'm shocked and appalled." And that that shocked and appalled, I know, is supposed to come off natural because later in the episode you find out that this is a scam, which everybody kind of knows up top. Like, as the viewer, Mm -hmm. you're like, okay. But Hammond's like, well, I just never. I'm like, (laughs) Hammond, you have. 
How dare you, sir? How dare you? On more than one occasion, Hammond has been like, you should steal it. You're right. And now he's all like, what? He's like, we can't just steal it. You're like, I don't know. A couple of weeks ago, you were like, hey, you should just punch that peasant and take it. (laughs) Jack says, with no due respect. I mean, they are really acting for the gods here. Like, like actors in character acting to each other to sell those three yo-yos on this fight. And, just, and I figured Sam would pick up on it because, you know, she has some kind of smarts, you would think. But she's just as clueless. They are. I mean, they're like, call the Academy because <laughs> we are crushing this. <laughs> so Hammond relieves Jack of duty and says, you go to the med bay, you get checked out, mister. And they're like, okay, cool. (laughs) And he goes, and then the Tolan just, you know, come through the gate because that's their thing. Yeah, they don't even wait for the Irish to open. They're just like, nope. They're like Irish from Iris. That's what I think of your Iris. Nice try. Uh, And they're just pleased. What do you have? A a nice deck? What do you have? A nice decorative lid on this thing? (laughs) they're like cute with that stuff anyway we're back to tell you about how you stole stuff and we know it and we don't like it and Hammond's like we are so sorry Uh, Tilk's like I don't oh wait this is the wrong page oh Tilk has to escort Jack so he doesn't really know what's going on and uh, Sam's like "Uh, hey sir so you're not acting yourself. And Jack's like, I've made myself since I met so you. I met you. I'm like, ah. Sam looked like, what? Sam's like, all righty. She's like, that's a lot. That's too much, even. Like, like, like where'd that way come from? Yeah, really. And like, just, he just storms off. And she's just like, she's like, somebody, I'm like, 911, there's been a murder. Somebody got some aloe because I got burned. Oh my God, so hard. <laughs> so Hammond says he can, Jack can either retire or be arrested and jailed forever. <laughs> and Jack's like, I guess I'm going to retire because that's very boring. I mean, it's not much of a choice. Yeah, really. I would pick retirement. Too. I can't believe Jack's going to want to retire. Well, retire, dum-dum. You do want to retire. You want to retire with Lana. Instead of the four hours girl. We forgot about four hours girl. girl. And uh, they go back to Jack's house and Daniel pops by for a beer and Pop Psych 101. That's right. uh, Jack lets Daniel have it too. He's like, we're not even friends. He doesn't say it that way, but he does say it that way. Uh, Daniel's sad. He's like, well, that's really sad that you don't even like me a little bit. Because I like you a lot. So, he's really so mean. And I'm like, man, Jack is so mean. And I already know that it's a trap. Like, it's very clear. But I'm like, uh, he could, I mean, he could be mean. But, like, you don't have to be like, our friendship's a sham. Maybe you should leave. <laughs> right? Like, that's a really big dig. Like, are you sure that's not what you're really thinking? Like, you might as well turn to Sam before and been like, I wouldn't even do you with Daniel's. 
<laughs> She's just dropping dead over there. Yeah, no wonder. <laughs> At the end of the episode, there's like a a little jab, and I'm like, yeah, I bet, I bet. Uh, mm-hmm. So the next doorbell that rings is Mayborn. Oh, Colonel Mayborn. Colonel Mayborn. What a scumbag. And he's like... Um, I love him. I know. And he <laughs> loves stealing Jack. He's like, ooh, I heard you've been stealing. And you love crime now. Did you know I love crime? I know you know I love crime. <laughs> Can I come in and sit down? Like, No, get out of here. No. He's like, you can lead a pretty sweet SG team that does crimes if you want to get into it. And Jack's or like, you can, or, or you can stay here and be bored. So they, so Hammond comes by and he's like, I got to give you a new SG leader because that's how they jump between. So I guess so. Jack sells it with like, I would never work with Mayborn because, I mean, I'll curse my Mayborn. friends out, but uh, Mayborn, <laughs> Mayborn. <laughs> uh, so they're back with Hammond. And Hammond has May Mayfair, Colonel Mayfair. Make peace. Make peace. May peace. Colonel May peace with him. And uh, I kind of love that Daniel is like, "Hey, no offense, guy, but don't you think Sam should be in charge of SG One?" And uh, yeah, that was that was actually kind of cool. I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "She's a major and not a colonel, so you know." how that works and sam like does know how that works but is also mortified like oh my god my mom just called the teacher to be alive (laughs) stop picking on my daughter uh because she looks like she's gonna kill herself because she's so embarrassed because sam because he's like hey she's a major not a colonel and daniel's like yes so what i'm like oh my god daniel i'm like that's love no Uh, you just you know you want it to be love it's all it is because you because you you like shipping them so i do like shipping them but i know daniel is damaged goods and sam does not need that kind of damage in her life well i mean he's a he's a widow that's why pete is good stuff now he was damaged before that he he likes his women pre-damaged pre-damaged he hates to have to do the work himself vala and damage them for himself yeah but sam's a little damaged herself you know it's not like she had Eh. She's got a nice comfy new guy in the Tolan guy. She's gonna find Pete, a Deloise boy. Very nice. Mm. He likes nice boys. Also Martouf. Martouf, my goodness. She loves him hot. That's why Daniel. But <laughs> she's like, oh, I gotta be careful with this one. If he doesn't seem like the one and done, he seems clingy, Daniel. He is a bit clingy. Although he does. If you're from another planet, it's one and done because the episode's got to move on. Mm-hmm. But locally, it's got to. Yeah, Daniel seems like the type, like afterwards, he'd like talk to her about statues and crap. Oh my God, he needs aftercare. And <laughs> Sam, I don't, I don't know how much aftercare Sam has got to offer. A cup of tea at most. It's like, oh, you're still here? Yeah, breakfast is in the kitchen. Bye. <laughs> She's like breakfast. She'd be like, I'm stopping at 7-Eleven for a 2 a.m. hot dog. <laughs> Bra in her purse. She's like, mm-mm, no, no. <laughs> that page is done. Colonel Maypiece comes back. Oh, so he's the new commander. And uh, Teal'c is not living for this. Like, they're like, okay, I guess so. And Daniel's like, 
rolls his Whatever. eyes real hard, and Teal just walks away. Teal, what, just, what, right? He's like, not living, and leaves. Jack winds up calling Mayborn, and he's like, I'm a little interested in crimes. Just a tad. Uh, and Mayborn's like, hey, last chance to back out, because once you find out about this, we can't let you go. We, we make you disappear. Jack's like, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, disappear. Disappear. I was like, oh, crime, crime it is then. But Jack loves crime now. Mayborn uh, puts him on a plane and he pulls out his gold communicator ball and he talks to Newman, which Jack gets to then say, hello, Newman. Yeah, I caught that too. I was like, oh, a Seinfeld reference. Jack agrees to command uh, SG Crimes. SG Crimes. SG Crimes. Unbelievable. Uh, Jack goes to Hammond and is like, can I retire with Lana now? <laughs> he agrees. And he's like, Jack, you realize if you go retire with Lana, you can never come back to Earth. I'm like, mm, that's untrue. They're like, we can't give you a communication like an SG emergency. I'm like, stop it. Stop. Well, I guess <laughs> that's what Hammond has to say because he's in on the yeah, it's pro- protocol, you know, and he's in on he's in on the whole thing. Too super in on it. So Jack dials and then dials Mayborn's planet. And all of SG Crimes is sexy. Nobody's in proper fatigues, like buttoned up to the neck. It's all like loose scoop neck you know, tops and, <laughs> and the gun show is in town. And I'm like, you notice that too, right? Everybody's I'm like, like... I'm like, ooh, crime is sexy, isn't it? Well, you know, they're the bad guys. So they got to be, you know, have a little edge to them. You don't get ugly bad guys. Well, Mayborn, I wouldn't use the word hot to describe Mayborn, but he's... Oh, well, Mayborn's uh, the leader. He doesn't have to be, like, you know... He's the red tape guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they're going to their first mission, and it's to an Asgard-protected planet, and they just straight-up steal a device. But nobody's there, so nobody gets in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. At least they don't have to, like, kill anybody. But they steal the device and they go back and Jack's like, I'll do the dead drop. Don't even worry about it. Because there's a mole in one of the SG teams that picks up the stolen goods and brings it back, and smuggles it back to Earth. In the, in, just, the lame, in the lamest way possible. Which is real weird from a logistic standpoint. Why bother bringing it back through with SG-1 or SG anything when you could just Bring it back yourself. Like, why doesn't Mayborn just bring it? Back? Oh, because they're using an off-world gate. And I guess it'd be too obvious if they were using the Antarctica gate. Hmm. They need a way to get it back to Mayborn on Earth. You, so mean, I the guess fake, you, mean, you mean the fake plastic uh, Stargate? Right. Okay, so that makes sense. They can't use the Earth gate themselves because they're crimes. And they don't yeah, have it'll, to, it'll give and they off, can't use the second gate. Yeah, wouldn't it give off a signal of some sort? Probably you're right. Okay, so there you go. I solved my own problem with you. Uh yeah, and make peace does the, the lamest like pickup ever. He's like, let me tie my shoelaces. For us. Right, right there. <laughs> right. Still tied my shoe, you know. The rabbit runs around the bush and goes through the hole <laughs> or whatever. How does it how does this go again? I never learned. <laughs> he sucks. So they get back. Jack gets back. Uh, and Jack starts dialing. And 
Newman's like, hey, what do you think you're doing? You can't be dialing anything. And then Asgard ship shows up and starts uh, beaming things out of the room. Beaming things, yeah. And then uh, he punches uh, Newman in the face and he goes through and tells everybody else, hey, uh, the Asgard are taking their things back and they're going to take you uh, as soon as they're done taking their things back. So you should come through this gate. And everybody does. And they all get arrested. And then Jack gets to slap the cuffs on Maypiece. Mm-hmm. Jack's like, you don't know what you've... Maypiece is like, you don't know what you've done. And Jack's like, oh. Like, yeah, I have. Jack says, we don't need their stuff. We need them. Oh. Yeah, how TV cheesy. Oh, feels. So Sam and Daniel still look hurt, by the way. Like... Mm-hmm. They, like Jack and, and Hammond turn around and they're like, what gotcha. a performance! Yeah! <laughs> and they're all just like, the hell we just watch? Seriously. Uh, they're like, so you couldn't tell us about this? And they were like, we needed your reactions to be pure. Mm-hmm. Bruh, bruh. And besides, he should have said, and besides, Daniel's kind of a snitch. I don't know. None of them snitched at the table when Jack stole the first time. And I get like the, in fact, in the book, when somebody was being suspicious of Jessica and Dune and Leto was like, was telling Paul about it. And he was like, hey, just in case I die, you can go tell your mom. I never suspected her, but we can't tell her. She needs to have natural dismays about thinking that she's the one. So they were trying for the same angle. We're like, I don't know who would have reported Sam and Daniel not acting naturally about... Maybe, maybe Teal'c. Teal'c is a stone cold dude. Like, that face, if they were like, Teal'c, make the face, but the subway face that you make, you have to make that, but like the whole time. So when somebody comes up to you and they're like, hey, hey Jack is a criminal now, right? Just subway face him and they'll just leave, probably. Mm-hmm. I like I like this episode. Me too. The the thing I mentioned, I have no idea how long I've been recording this, by the way. <laughs> it's 8.05. What time did I uh start talking to you? No, it doesn't say what time I said. Oh wait. 736. Okay. So we've been mm. at it for like a half hour. Yeah. I did like I did like one of the characters like uh you know, Major Carter beat me out under the SGC position. That was actually right. kind of interesting. Oh, the gun show scientist? Yeah, when he's like, so what is this here? And he's she's like, well, you know, this works on a gyroscopic blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, all right, all right, just whatever. <laughs> like, you remind me of somebody. Uh, she That actress actually reminds me of somebody that I'm going to look up now. What's the name of this episode? Shades of Grey. Of Grey. That doesn't seem IMDb. IMDb. It doesn't seem like Shades of Grey as a title works, really. That's just how I feel. Tobias. No, it's nobody I've ever heard of. They look like somebody I might have heard of. Uh, At the end, Jack is like, I'm really sorry that I had to treat you guys so badly. But it means a lot to me, Daniel, that you came to see that I was okay. And Daniel said that they had drawn straws and he lost. 
And he's just like, oh, well. And they're all like, yeah, sure. I think, I don't know how draw straws it went. Uh, I think it went more like, Tilk's still not ready to be wandering the streets. Uh, Sam said if she goes to your house, she's just going to straight kill you. For saying that's crap to her in the hallway. Uh, so it's down to me. So I'm the one who has to go. Yeah. And, and it must have made, it will, it will make things awkward for a while because there's stuff we said. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, you know I didn't mean that. And Daniel's like, mm, I do not no, but know it's that. Like, yeah, it's like, you didn't have to, I mean, I understand you wanted to make it look convincing that you like quit the SGC, but you didn't have to go, dig so deep. Yeah, really. Yeah, you could have just <laughs> been like dismissive or whatever. And been like anything, you could have been like, whatever, Daniel and your moral code or whatever. I don't want to, or I don't want to talk about it right now, you know, or something like that. You didn't have to dig like really deep, like, we're not friends. And Sam, I hate you. Could have been like, I mean, he might as well have been like, you couldn't even save your wife. Like, he was like really cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, he didn't say anything to Teal because Teal probably rip off his arms and beat him to death. No, he. He threatened Teal. He threatened Teal. The only thing that oh, saved just... him was that phone call. Uh, yeah, but like, he wasn't like Teal. I hate you. Where he was like Sam, no. I hate you. Daniel, like, because Teal would, because Teal would murder him. Yeah, He'd be like, I'll beat you to death with your own arms, pal. Don't try me. <laughs> Kill you with my pinky. Honestly. So, how many stars do you give this episode? I give this yeah five because it was really entertaining. Give it five two, super yeah. good, super exciting. One thing though, one thing. Remember when he goes to like Adora's planet and then like dials into the rogue planet that they go to, the rogue gate. Right, he goes to Lana's gate. Yeah, how come Lana doesn't see him? It would have been really interesting if Lana's right. like, "Hey, Jack, what the? Hey, what are you doing? Nice baby, looks like me." Dives through the gate. <laughs> Oh my God, you're pregnant. Mm-mm. It's rude because he's. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Oh my God. He I cannot believe he left a pregnant woman on that planet. She's definitely pregnant. Well, you don't know because she just, like, you know. They're going back to that planet on the regular because of the Naquita in the soil. So he knows. Don't be a deadbeat dad, O'Neill. I'm Maybe. sure he's not. I'm maybe sure he's he just, not. Maybe he's not, and they just don't have time to address it. I'm sure he visits her every now and then on his like off I days. Dilk has a son he still cares about and sees when possible. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a little like that. Anywho, I saw the promo for next week. Uh looks like SG One's gonna interrupt a religious war. Of course. Huh. This doesn't seem like an exciting episode. I don't remember what happens in it, but I can tell you if it's supposed to mirror like the Crusades or any. I re- like- no, I I remember it vaguely. It's like I think it's like one, one, one faction discovers a Scargate, and they each have different like beliefs. It's like mm. basically two sides of the same coin, but like they don't they don't believe that the Stargate was put here by aliens or something, something like that. Some weird stuff. Sounds exciting. It doesn't. It sounds, <laughs> sounds boring. It sounds like, ugh. Uh, but that's okay. What are you going to do? Uh, mm-hmm. You can find us on Twitter at ZPM Stargate. 
uh, also Facebook and Instagram and all the socials, but mostly find me on Twitter. Anything else going on? Uh, no, nothing to plug this week. Maybe next time because my friend is on vacation. Oh, great. great. So. All right. Well, have a good week, everybody. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.